You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning, and welcome to Consignment Heroes on this Sunday morning. We are here live in the studio at the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff. This is about consignment, and we are the heroes of consignment. If you, if you have any questions about antiques, or just consignment, or gold, or silver, or if you're a new time listener, don't know what the show's about, we're about information of stuff. And we are taking your phone calls live down here at the Zoomerplex. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And I'm here with my dad in studio, and we are the consignment heroes. He's Paul Kenny. I'm Bogart Kenny, and we are taking calls about stuff. If you got clocks, if you got old tools, dolls, Royal Daltons, old clothes, dishes, comics, sports memorabilia, furniture, anything really. If it's sitting in your house, it probably has value. We also do downsizing. So if you have, if you have a house and you want to get rid of it, if you're trying to move into a, a condo or or a, a bigger place, most people are trying to downsize. But if you're trying to move into a, a place that's bigger and you need stuff. We are also that outlet. We can get you in contact with people. Like we, we have people with Southworks, we have Claps and Corners that always are have fair prices for the stuff that you're trying to get, and they get real stuff for you. But beyond that, how was the week? You're, it's hard when you don't have a list, isn't it? Yeah, I know because someone took all my notes away. I had the numbers, and that was it. No, like you know, I, I usually I can go down the jots and what I'm supposed to say, but no, that's not this time. Okay, yeah, no, we had a good week, and I want to say um, someone's very lucky. They have us emptying one of their houses, a house right now, and I have my brother-in-law there leading a crew, and um, we found one hundred and ten thousand dollars worth of coins. Buried in this house, we actually were. Well, so, so they didn't know. They didn't know. Okay, this is where when some people pass away, they just they leave the house and the contents, and people don't know what's in the contents. And some people have untimely. They pass it untimely. To, it's not. They're not preparing for it. They've written a will. Okay, but like, so when someone says they get ready, like they want to get everything gone in their house, they didn't know they had all that sitting there. No, or did they not know the value of it possibly? Uh, both. They didn't know it was there. No, there's other stuff we're going to find. Uh, we're still going through the house, but to have find 110,000 and they're very, very happy. Now, we're not, that's what the list price is of it. We'll probably only get 30 or 40,000 for it, but that's still a nice payday for the day of finding it just sitting there. And that, what makes me is some people when they're, some people come to town and, um, they're out from out of town and they hire the first guy and it's like a junk service or something like that. Just, they say, just clean it out. Yeah. Like we were talking about last week, somebody paid, and I think this is almost a crime, $15,000 to pay to get rid of the stuff in their house. To me, that means there's so much stuff. There must have been something of value in that house to have 15000 to, to spend $15,000 worth of man hours to pull it out. But we also, we will clean out the house. But if there's something of value there, we will find it 
and we will try and help you sell it. So we're we're that one, like just that better service. Like no matter what, how way you cut it, dice it, slice it, you know, like all those guys that advertise to get rid of your stuff. No, so, I'm we, not saying there's nothing bad with them. No, so no, no. Like they they provide a service. They yes. provide a service to get rid of stuff, and you pay them. Okay, yeah. but. How would you like it if we were that service and we pay you for your stuff? That's what it comes down down to. Like that, it's it's a strict. The, like that's that. Why wouldn't you never do? Like we should always do that. Because some people are in a rush. Uh, there's they want it. I've got someone this week that said they're from out of town. They're coming in from BC. They need everything done in one week, which we can do. That's no problem. But. And we know what the right things to do with the house are. Or we can say, no, you should spend a little bit more time because it's worthwhile. Now, I understand the idea of you don't want $2,000 worth of stuff standing in the way of selling a half a million dollar house. I understand that. But sometimes it's more than $2,000 worth of stuff. And that's where we can help a lot of people. We do charge for it. I mean, the first half hour is free. But after that, I've never had anyone complain about what we do. And plus, we can help sell the house. We deal with a person who deals with seniors. Seniors, uh, he's a seniors real estate expert. And right now, 100% of the houses I've given him, he has sold. So I'm very happy with the results from him. But that's we, we our main thing that we do is we get the house ready for sale or if someone's just downsizing. Like I say, and some people just have large collections of anything. How many times do we mention that that we we sold we will buy or arrange for uh, large collections of anything to be sold? Always. Yeah. So right now, and and sometimes a lot of people are saying, "Well, I can just send it to auction." This week I was looking at an auction, and uh, a stick that I would have sold, given someone six hundred dollars for, went for two hundred dollars at this auction. Okay, a stick that was worth eight thousand went for forty fifty four hundred dollars. Okay, sometimes auctions are not. Well, if you don't have the right two people at an auction, or the auction's at the wrong time, or um, you pick the wrong auctioneer, sometimes it can happen that you don't get the right amount of money for your stuff. Well, everyone knows there's a risk when it comes to auctioning stuff. No, not everyone thinks like that. Well, they they should they should know that when they put in an option, auction, it's not necessarily going to get the highest price. That's why we always talk about consignment because. We can let it sit around for a while until we get the price that you want or you're willing to negotiate for. So it's like, say, like, you know, I'm in no rush to sell this. I can sell the next five, ten years. Don't really care. We don't want to sit around that long, obviously. But Those if you're usually lying. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Say, okay, whatever. I have no urgency for the next six months to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I want top dollar for it. And if I don't get it, then just let it sit there. Yeah. But some other people are like, okay, I need, I need a certain amount for it. And that's typically when they opt for an auction because they feel like, okay, I'll get it. But we can it. buy it as well. Like we have one, we're connected up with some of the biggest buyers in the city. I once sold a can of beehive corn syrup for 2600 US, which is about $3,300 Canadian. That's ridiculous, but okay. But no, I had the right buyer. Now the person who sold it was happy. The person who bought it, he's still happy. He's bought other stuff off me. But he's an extreme collector. Some people just, they want the stuff and money is no object. Okay. And we have, I have some big time buyers, like for things like old uh, leaf jerseys. I'm offering right now, I've been offering 600 or $800 for a 1967 unused uh, game seven ticket for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know it's out there. Um, I'm offering real money. I'd like to see it if I can buy it. I should have hoped we're offering real money. Yeah, I'm no. going to say I'm offering fake money. No, but I mean, sorry, that's just an expression. Okay, 
But we're we had a good show today. Now we know we're, people know that we're going to give the gold and silver prices today. Not yet. Not we're yet. not. We have to hang on. You have to piece of paper and a pen because we're going to have information today. Um, but I want to. I'm going to do my little rant as well later on. Oh God, what's no, it about? But we're going to take a call right. Hold now. on. What's the rant about? I'm curious. Oh no, this is where um, it's it's a, it's it's an explanation of something. That, okay, I'm going to go into it. No, okay. no, 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 no. I'll tease it. What is it about? It's about donations. I'm donations. A- okay, donations. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. okay. Hold your breath about that. But um, th- we deviate a little bit. This show is all about stuff, all about your stuff. And we have the information. We have my dad's an expert about all this to do with the stuff. The board's full. How many people yes, do you I understand. But I th- anyways, if you, if you have anything to do with stuff, Call it like if you comics, sports memorabilia, furniture. It can be anything. Like you know, like when I remember when you did a whole house full of dolls, and I like I was like, to me, I don't understand how that can have value. But hey, you said you make a buck off of it. Yeah. So if you do want to call in, uh, we are here taking phone calls live down at the Zoomerplex. Our number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero. Four seven four zero, and we're gonna go to our first caller in Ian in Toronto. Ian, Ian, Ian. Sorry, Hi. <laughs> it's early. Oh, hey, how's it going? Not too bad. Yourself? Oh, fantastic. What do you got for us today? Uh, well, I got a couple of things. I'd be curious of. I got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of those uh, decorated cups and saucers. There's three Ainsley, uh, Royal Albert, two Paragons, and a Queen Anne. Okay, Queen Anne. Just keep it at home. Uh, if you have a go, if you have a cat, let them have water out of it or milk. Uh, okay, they're not. They're no good. Uh, what we're looking for in the cups and so Paragon and Ainsley are the easiest to spot and seem to get the most money. Yeah, Couple got things names for them too. Yeah. Now, what we want is in the inside of the bowl, and I said this like a rule of thumb. Right. The more white you see inside the bowl, and it should open up. You know the you know the old cups and saucers where you could have your tea and it kept it warm if it went up. But these cups and saucers open up, so there's a large surface area. They open up almost like a V type of thing. Right, but your yeah. tea got, gets cold right away, so they're not they're not very practical. But the more white you see, the less value it is. Yeah. The more flowers you have in the inside, the more gold, the more cobalts, the more greens and maroons, and the more heavily decorated it is on the inside, the better and more expensive it is, up to $2,500 for a cup and saucer. Now, um, Ainsley and uh, with the Paragon, if you look on the bottom, and I'm not going a little bit more details here, is that sometimes they'll have two little shields that say Paragon. That's higher quality than if it has one little shield. And you will usually get more money for that. The other thing is that people in a lot of cups and saucers, if the handle is filled in like with a flower or a, a butterfly or something like that, they are more desirable too. Really? Those things just get in the way when I'm trying to stick I know. You can't put your – I know, but I'm just telling you the, the if it's a, what is called a filled-in handle is worth more money. Any oh, person okay. who comes into your house and tries to give you $10 for these, don't sell them a single thing because they're not being honest with you. Okay. So how much is one of those with a fill-in handle? They can be two, three, four, five hundred dollars Wow. For a cup and sauce. When you now, can't even hold it like an actual cup? you can't cup? even hold it, yeah. Uh, Shelly made them as well, but they, they make money only if they really have the filled-in handle. The big ones that sell seems to be, there are other ones that will sell for $50 and $60, but the big money seems to be in your Ainsley and Paragons. Now, I have to see them, but like I say, if they're white inside, uh, the more white you see, I mean, like if it's like three-quarters white, 
Yeah, we're something like ten or fifteen dollars, but if they're all filled in, where it's all one big cabbage rose or one big tulip or one big rose inside, yeah, those are worth money. Organic and, fruit. And fruit? Oh, the Ainsley would be fruit. Yeah. How do you know it's organic fruit? Got a name on it. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's um, got a number. It might be signed inside uh, Bailey or Jones. That'll be an Ainsley one usually. Now. The, the reason I'm saying this, because people have these in the old, in 1960s, these were prevalent in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. They have right. them in the cabinets. Sometimes the one cup and saucer is worth more than the cabinet it's in. I okay? don't doubt it. And that's why I'm, that's mainly what we're trying to help people here. Um, mm-hmm. I had a group in this week that were at a church, and they took all the cups and saucers out of the church that were, people were having their tea in and brought in some of the better ones, and we're going to get them two, $300 for their cups and saucers. But this is also the time of year where people are putting boxes aside to donate to the church sales. Now, I believe in donation. I really believe that we're in a great country here, and uh, it's always better to donate to people who are less fortunate than us or need our help. I, I don't like donating to people who have more money than I do. I just, it's like a rule of thumb to me. It's like they don't need my money. But in the case of the cups and sauces, I'm still like, I believe in donating. I believe that your heart's in the right place. But it would be much better to sell the cup and saucer for $250 and give the church 250 or whatever you want to give them, rather than give them the cup and saucer and they put it out for $15 and some picker comes in, grabs it, and puts it on the net for $250. Does so that mean the church got 15 and the yeah. picker got 235 Which is, they we're all allowed to make money, but... The idea of donation is to make sure more of the money goes to the right place. Right. You know, so this is why, you know, like it's like this Valley Village, which is not, I heard it again this week, St. Vincent de Paul, um, Salvation Army, those are charities. Value Village is not. And I want to say this because, um, like, if I went up to my little, what bank is near us? Bank of Nova Scotia? Mm, sure. I'm going to say Bank of Nova Scotia. Suppose Bank of Nova Scotia, you have the front door, and next to the, bank, next to the door was a box that says, here, donate your money here. Any excess money, please donate it to us, and we're just going to add it to our monies. Would you think that would be a good idea? Probably not. Probably not. So. Yeah. Okay? So this is what I'm saying. That's when you're donating to these places, you're donating to a corporation that makes billions of dollars. In the same way, I would not go up to a bank and say, okay, I'm going to put some money in my account, but I feel bad for the bank. Where's your donation box? Let me donate it. Surprisingly, we're not sponsored by Value Village. No, but no, <laughs> but, but it's not a, it's, it's a business. And I, I believe that people's hearts are in the right place, but they're just doing it a little bit wrong. And I, because there's a lot of causes out there need money. There's hospitals. There's a lot of causes that could use money. And, and I don't, I'm not saying I don't want to take anything away from the real, the genuine uh, charity causes that are out there. That's my rant for the day. I'm okay, sorry about the that. Rant. You literally turned a call about cups and saucers into donating. Like how we did? How did we get there? Go how on to the next call. There? Thank you very much. <sighs> okay. Well, I, I still don't know how you do that. We we're talking okay. about cups and saucers. I was talking about filled-in handles with cups and saucers. It makes sense. And you got onto your rant. Okay. Sorry. That's impressive. You have a talent. I got to say. Uh, we're gonna go to Marianne in Hamilton. Marianne, how can we help you? Hi, uh, I'm just wondering about your uh, protocol. Now, I want to downsize, and I've got so many things, antiques and furniture. And when you pick it up at a person's place, um, do you pay them for the items? It all depends. Now, there's different ways. This is why we, 
in one way, we we try and ask what you want to get done. Because people sometimes they say, I just their their husband or their wife has said, here, get rid of this stuff. <laughs> and they um and they're pressured into it. And we tell them, well, maybe we don't have to do it that fast. Or if someone is downsizing because they're going to sell their house and move to move to a condo or move to something that's easier to take care of. And so they obviously moving to a smaller location, you have to get rid of some items. Um, sometimes we can buy it if it's small items, but you get less money when your inventory problem becomes mine. Okay. I'll try and be fair, but I'm gambling. Okay. And sometimes I'm gambling that you come back and see me a year from now and I still have your item because it hasn't sold as fast. Cause I'm not, I think I'm smart, but I'm not perfect, and sometimes I make mistakes. But we can buy it. We can take it on consignment, and then we what we think of the prices that it'll sell for. Or we can set it up for putting, we say, this should go into auction. And there's different kinds of auctions, some online auctions. Sometimes it's um, uh, eBay type of thing. Sometimes it'll be a specialty auction because people have different kinds of collections. So it's I, it's hard to make a decision without seeing what you have. But if you have just your normal, like, say, a stack of Royal Daltons, Royal Daltons do poorly at auction. They sell better as consignment. We can buy them, but they sell better that way. If you have gold and silver or anything like that or coins, that's easy because we pay such a high percentage on them, okay? And we'll tell you what is collectible and what is not collectible. If you've got a 45, 46, or 47, or 48 silver dollar, obviously we're not going to buy it for silver melt. If you've got 1965 silver dollars, they're only worth uh, $10.20. You know what I mean? But that's the silver value of it. They're not the $5 that some of these road shows are trying to pay you. We're paying $10.20. We sell them. We buy, and you can come into our store and buy them. Uh, the, the the proof is that if you want, we'll buy them at one price. We create a market, buy them at ten twenty, and sell them at twelve seventy or something like that. Okay, we're allowed to make money. We're not trying to retire on every deal, though. Now, what kind of items do you have that you think you want to get rid of? Well, speaking of Royal Dalton um, and Hummels, pardon? Um, Royal Daltons. Yep. And Hummels. Yep. Oh, Hummels. Hummels are, they're both about the same. They've come down in value. Um, average Royal Daltons and most of well, your pretty ladies are selling between 45 and $75. Okay. There are some that sell for a bit more, but to sell them in any kind of, you can wait, you can put 120 on, but you'll have it forever. It's Toby mugs. Toby mugs are terrible. Um, in that they're 10, 20, 30, $40 now where they used to be a hundred, 150. Um, the justice, the kids don't want them. And, but we have one little advantage is that we buy from Toronto or Hamilton and we sell to the world. And we do that because the world has more money. If we were just a, st- a standalone, um, we sell very little of what we sell out of our store. Okay. The only things that we sell out of our store usually are the gold and silver because people want to, they don't want to trust it in the mail. Or if something's too big to move, if someone has a couch or a, a wall unit or something like that, it's hard to ship. So I hope I helped a tiny bit. You did. You did. Now, you can you. leave your number with uh, Sebastian here. I'm down in Hamilton, um, and we're down in Hamilton and Welland and uh, um, all, Niagara Falls we're, we're this week over. a lot. Okay, so if you just want to hold on the line, we'll get your information off here, and you can connect with my dad and uh, see if you can set something up to look at all that stuff. Thank you. So, okay. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, 
If you do want to contact us, we're live right now in studio taking your phone calls. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. Can you say that and a little we'll be right No. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. Uh, we are here live at the Zoomerplex to hear phone calls all about stuff. We are here for the next at least, let's say, 25, 35 minutes. And if you want to get any information, get it in, get it in soon because we're getting off the air soon. Um, <laughs> if, you, it, if you have anything to do with stuff, and dishes, comics, sports memorabilia, furniture, old lunch, pails, clocks, you know, anything that's kind of sitting around, you're like, Let's get rid of that. Or I wonder what the value is. Even if you just want to talk about an interesting item and get some value, call it in. Anyways, let's get to the phone lines. We're going to go to um, Astrid and Bob Cajun. Yes, hello. Hi, welcome to Simon Heroes. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. And uh, like a lot of people that call in, um, I am uh, in a situation where I want to downsize because in the near future, I'm going to a smaller home. Okay. So I have uh, several interesting things, and I would like to know um, how to, what to do about it. Okay. Uh, first of all, I have a 23-piece Meissen uh, tea set. It's absolutely beautiful. It's uh, flowers. Blue onion? It's, pardon? Is it blue onion? Blue and white? Uh, no, not blue okay. and white. It's okay. flowers. Okay. Uh, from 1930s, okay. it's like new, and uh, each item has a uh, Meissen logo on the okay. back, and um, yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It has a gold rim. Mm-hmm. Every piece has a gold rim. The teapot has uh, has uh, is two pieces. Okay. The sugar bowl is also. Two pieces, and then uh, the milk uh, for the milk. And um, uh, several months ago, I uh, seen it uh, valued uh, on the computer for about two thousand Canadian dollars. Okay, now that okay. Now I don't know the pattern yet. If I have a picture, I can take a look. Meissen is a top, top name, especially with their figurines of the 19th and 18th century. Yeah. Um, Meissen, but they make great dishes. Uh, it is like um, the Wedgwood of Germany, I guess. The, uh, they, yeah, they've got such Germany, a history. Yeah. yeah, they've got such a history. 
Yeah, I, I brought it myself from Germany. Now, here's going to be, okay, in one way, that'll be good and bad. Number one is, that's what we have to sell to the world. If a pattern is, say, Meissen distributed a certain pattern like Blue Onion, which was distributed yeah. up here by all the major uh, China shops and department stores. So there's a large following for it, and a lot of people have broken pieces over the years, and they want to buy it, okay? But they already know what it is in North America. Right. If your pattern was only distributed in Germany, now there's a possibility because you brought it over from Germany, and this happens with not just mice but other brands as well, there's going to be less of a call for it over here in North America because most people don't even know about it. Now, being right. a complete set with the teapot is going to be beautiful. It's going to be great work. Someone will buy it as a set rather than as a replacement for something that they're trying to enlarge their set, okay? Mm-hmm. So this, I'm just saying this is a, a difference between when stuff is uh, distributed over here in North America because the big market is over here in North America. The problem with sending it back to Germany would be this part of the shipping, okay? We can ship it, but instead of costing $30 to ship it to uh, Upper Boot, Ma- Montana, it's going to cost us 75 or $80 or $90 to ship it to Germany, and they're going to have to know that we know how to pack it. Now, we've sent pa- we've done China sets up to $35,000 in um, and sent them off, and we've packed them perfectly, and they've gotten there in one piece. Uh, so I'm not worried about that. But some people on the other side worry a little bit that uh, it's going to be packed right. They can look at our feedback. We know what we're doing. But that would be the, without seeing the actual pattern, it might be one that's distributed here, and then we'll have a good price on it. And the longer we have to sell it, the better it is, okay? Now, you say you're up in Bob Cajuns. Other stuff you're going to try and um, get rid of as well or to well, move along? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's other stuff. I also have a, a vintage uh, little toy. It's a little monkey Yep. Uh, from Shuko. Shuko is another great manufacturer. Germans made some great toys, and they never yeah, break down. You, you know, I uh, when I was a little girl, my dad brought it one uh, one night, and uh, I still have it. And uh, you can wind up the toy. Yep. And it plays a violin. Yep, yep, yep. And no, the no, monkey. they're about a couple of hundred dollars. Usually the Shuko cars are the best to sell all the time. But yeah. if you can call my store during the week... We can make arrangements because if I'm out in the, that area, I'd have to go where I'm seeing two or three people in the same area. And yeah. I can come up. I think I'm going up to uh, this week. I might have a call in Zephyr, Ontario. Yeah. So it, I know that's out in that area. So if you call or you can hang on, give uh, uh, Sebastian your name and number, and mm-hmm. I can call you or you can call me at 905 737 4653. Okay. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, this week I tried to call the store, but you were out. <laughs> um, so, hey, I work for a living. I, I'm I actually know. catching up I, from being sick. My operation, yeah. I'm still moving around three-quarter speed, but yeah. uh, I'm getting stuff done. I, I, I caught up a little bit, but I'm way behind still, okay, yeah. and helping people. But this week I'll have a bit more time and uh, see what I can do. Give me a call and we'll go. We'll go from there. Okay. Yeah, uh, I would like to uh, just mention one more thing here yep. before we go. Yep. Um, I have uh, two plugs. Um, they're oval, like they're, they're heavy metal from author the authors Goethe and Schiller. Okay. 
To and what? Oh, to both. I was wondering uh, if you knew about, like, the plaques are dark greenish, bluish. Oh, plaques. Uh, yeah, plaques. Plaques, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, the, the, the um, yeah, the, um, those plaques, I'd have to see it. Um, yeah. It depends on the subject matter and uh, if it's uh, and who put it out. There's uh, two or three companies from Germany. The plaques always sell. Yeah. Okay, because they're first-rate plaques, and people collect them. They collect them here, and they collect them there. Okay? They're very heavy. I'll have to see them. We'll go from there. And okay? well-made. I know. No, no. That a lot of the German stuff is meant to last. It's not meant It's not like uh, it's supposed to just, you know, it's, it's yeah. over-engineered, if anything. They made good yeah. stuff. Okay. Okay. What I do is I'll make arrangements, and then I would really appreciate it if you could come by and uh, let me know before you come. Yes, and then of course. I can have everything ready for you. Thank you. Perfect. That's you know she she has all her ducks in a row. She knows what she wants when it comes to getting rid of her stuff. Mind you, that's your mom. Good. That's organized. Okay. Uh, let's get to um, Jean in Toronto. Hey, Jean. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. What I have is approximately probably about a hundred of the Thai beanie babies back to the mid nineties until the early two thousands. Uh, majority of them are bears. Okay, we did a show on that on uh, Storage Wars. Oh, did um, And we sold a couple, but and most of them I gave away. Yeah, the kids oh, really? come into our store, and I just kept on giving them away. I put them in uh, in, and, or my wife gave them away, and you can't give them to them. The the hospitals won't take them because they're cloth. Okay. But um, the Beanie Babies have gone that have done their time. Uh, some of them, maybe there's some a market for some of the really, truly rare ones. And I, but most of them, I just see high prices. People want to sell them. I don't see high sales. Okay? So this is where the problem is. And I, I go into houses, and people have put a lot of money into it. Um, uh, like, I haven't, um, all of ours, we just gave up trying to sell them. Even though we did the show and we were supposed to have three thousand dollars in Beanie Babies, it didn't turn out that way. Um, it just the market kept on declining on us, and uh, uh, like I say, most of them we gave away. Now there might be some other people out there. I guess I can actually look it up. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna do. I don't do this often, but I'm going to. So basically, there's not that much value in these Beanie Babies. Is what but I'm going to look up right now. Baby Beanie Babies a lot rare. Well, yeah, there are a few rare ones. I remember there's thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, you've got the Princess Diana. I've got Princess Diane. Uh, yeah, I've got Princess Di, and I've also got the Maple Bear. Okay, now some of them do, but most of that we just sell them online. But I'm going to see what sells. Like um, Spot with no Spot Rare, $172, $29. Yeah, that's the thing. The Princess Diana one needs like some sort of defect. I think I read about it. Yeah. It needs, it needs some sort of you know defect. The mo- oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm going to say this is weird. I just, uh, you know, nothing like the internet. This is a humbling experience. A Valentino Beanie Baby tie with every air rare white star brown nose sold for $56,008. Wow. So <laughs> well, yeah, I just but learned that, something. That's something with every, like, everything that's sold that has errors always have more, ma- more money. No, but this is, sorry, I just, well, you know 56000 is a stretch. but Thank you for humbling me today on my <laughs> live TV show. Um, no, and here's another one sold for 2000 Here's Bernie the dog. So there is some specialty dog. Your best bet on this is to check what's selling on eBay, but you have to make sure it's exactly the same one. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we can sell them for you on eBay. We do that. And people trust us because we have a lot of good feedback. So, But if you have ones that are 
100 Beanie Babies are worth $3 each. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, um, God, I just thought that's uh, $56,000 for a Beanie Baby. I'd like to know what this person just got too much money. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you okay. for the call. Kind of. I'm kind of thanking you. How's that? Okay. okay. Well, thank you for taking my call. No problem. You have a good day. Um, we're going to go to Barbara Mississauga. 56000 for a Beanie Baby. Hi, Barbara. Hello, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Good. Um, I, I, have, um, I have a ton of stuff. Um, I, I like to go out on my bike on the weekends and I go to garage sales. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. so, like um, bicycle or I, motorcycles? I don't, I don't have a car, so I wouldn't be able to bring the stuff in. But uh, So I want to know if I had enough stuff here. Well, I've, I've got the whole dining room and living room pretty much covered with it, so I have quite a few things. Um, I've got um, Royal Albert, but Royal Albert Bone China is nothing, right? Uh, generally, they sell between 5 and $15 a cup and saucer. Oh, okay. And it's and, not and a then, lot, but it's, I mean, hey, wait a minute, it's it, more than what, if you buy it for a dollar, you sell it for 15 that's not the worst yeah, deal in the world. For you sure, know. yeah. Okay. Um, I've got um, a Sunrise uh, Bone China. Not a, a good, no. boss, just a little one. Yeah, well, and that's actually Bone China from, actually it was in Toronto, Sunrise Bone, Fine Bone China from, I think it's 30, 34 Carnworth Road. It, I guess it's not there now. Yeah. And the only reason I know that it's, well, I know that it was Canadian because it's stamped on the bottom, Canadian. Mm-hmm. Is that worth anything? Or? No, no. There's A lot of what they did was they sent the blanks over from England. Uh-huh. Uh, the pottery was made there and was decorated here in Canada. Oh, okay. uh, because it tried especially during the war, just after the war, uh, mm-hmm. because we didn't have a lot of money. It's not like today where we print as much money as we want to. Uh-huh. Back then, the government actually took care of us a tiny bit, and if it, um, they made it so that companies had to um, bring in China that was undecorated and provide jobs okay. here. They decorate here. You know mm-hmm. the you know cornflower glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a prime example. Um, okay. The government put a law in that you could only bring glass unless it was from England. Uh, from the United, if you bring glass in from the United States, it had to be undecorated, and it had to be decorated or cut or lithographed here in Canada to save money and to create jobs. It was right. like a tariff type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still bought, um, and the Hughes Company uh, was the largest buyer from people like Hawks and Libby, and they would buy the glass down there by the trailer load, uh, by the car, train car load, and bring it up here and made that cornflower glass, which is still very collectible mm-hmm. even today. But I mean, the, the lesser pieces like the juice glass and stuff, not, but any of your color, colored cornflower is, mm-hmm. uh, this is a little bit of Canadian history. It's like, this is where we were actually, the government was saying, here, this is creating jobs. Not like this thing they're doing, SNLV, Lavalin, over in Quebec. Oh, where dear, don't even. <laughs> I, you know something? I, that kind of, I'm, I'm political for one second here. They don't think, they're saying, oh, it's 9,000 jobs. But those, that company is taking away jobs from other Canadians by cheating. Yeah. So I don't yeah. understand yeah. that part of it. Because mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, it's 9,000 jobs. Yes, but they're taking away other jobs from other good, exactly. hardworking Canadians, and they're not cheating. So I'm um, not with that. $180 million um, they put through, um, it was supposed to go to, had to go to Libya to pay them for the contract. Yeah. $180 million. 
I know. No, just I know I'm not supposed to get political, but that that it's been in the Too news late. all the time, and and they keep on harping about these jobs, and I keep on saying, yeah, you're taking away jobs from other honest Canadians. This is a scum. No, I shouldn't say. I can't say scumbag. Um, a terrible company that's been doing bad things and doing it illegally for so long, and they're trying to protect them, and they're taking, like I say, taking mouths money out of the mouths of people who deserve it. But that's just my You little, already had rant. your rant today. Sorry, okay, that's my rant. Sorry <laughs> about that. Okay. Um, I have some, I have some um, uh, little, um, uh, it's coffee, like a coffee set, mm-hmm. like sort of a, you know, for that really, really thick coffee that you make. I don't know what it's called. But, but they're actually, they're made, I see they're made in Germany. It says Bavaria, but that's Germany, right? So, and yeah. I, I, as I understand from you, I don't think the German stuff really sells all that well here. No, but here's what I'm going to say. If I was going out to garage sales and I was just trying to make some extra money on the weekends, mm-hmm. I would be staying away from everything China and glass, unless it was definitely old and I knew it was. Uh-huh. I'd be going for more of the collectible, anything that's uh, pop culture. Uh, like some of the old lunch pails, comics, cards. There are people who discover this stuff all the time. Coins, silver plate. We we buy silver plate. We keep on telling people we buy it. But like like Spider Man lunch pails. And, yes, and yes. That magazine lunch pails that that I have. Yeah, the and, pop culture stuff. People are willing to pay for. There's a and Jungle this, Book lunch pails. Yeah, and <laughs> you have to worry about condition. Conditions yeah. the whole thing. I'm just yeah. saying, if you're walking around your neighborhood, and there's, especially if you're in an older neighborhood, and uh, go for the stuff that's advertising related or collectible that way, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. not the stuff that's the uh, the dishes and stuff. Uh-huh. I've had people bring it in, unless it's perfect, and even then, uh-huh. um, it's a uh-huh. shame. Something that used to uh, yes. sell for two thousand dollars today sells for one hundred and ninety dollars. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I I've got um a paperweight collection too. I don't know. Do paperweights? Yeah, paperweights sell. If you got some of the uh-huh. Scottish ones, especially if they're oh. signed on the bomb. And by when I say uh-huh. signed, sometimes uh-huh. it'll be there'll be a paper tag on, it, but the paperweights it'll be etched and it'll be etched uh-huh. by the company that made them. Okay. There's something etched in the bottom of this one. You have to it turn actually it. Actually, has like holes in it, so you could use it for. I don't know whether you'd be... It's a flower frog. I guess flowers. In no, that's a flower frog. They're $5 each. Oh, is it? Oh, really? Yep. Oh. oh. Sorry okay. about that. But uh-huh. give me a call at my shop because the board's uh-huh. full right now. I got to go. Okay. All righty. <laughs> Thank oh, you. We went through basically all her list of things. Okay. <laughs> um, but if you do want to call us, we are here live at the Zoomplex right now. Our number is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And we'll be right back. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? 
For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on this Sunday morning. It's beautiful outside. We're losing some snow and it's starting to look like summer again. Well, maybe not look, but it feels like summer. What are you looking at? Uh, We are going to get back to the phone calls. Uh, Let's go to Bruce in Goodwood. Hi. Hey, How are you going? doing? That's up by Utica, right? Uh, Uxbridge. Not Uxbridge. Uxbridge. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have a pair of uh, Apple Boy and Girl figurines. Um, the stamp on 142 on it. I don't know if that has any significance. The Hummel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the... They've got different marks. They've got different... On Hummels, they have about seven or eight marks. And if you go online, they'll if you match up the mark, you can match up when your Hummel was made. Within five years, okay. people are asking for some of the older marks uh, because they kept on making the same thing over and over. Yeah. I mean, the uh, the boy in the apple tree, the one that sells for that is the lamps. The bigger Hummel pieces are always a little bit better. Yeah. Um, that one, I think, I'd be surprised as a as there's a household in. I bet you one of every two households in Toronto has one of these Hummel figures in it. Yeah. Um, there there are a lot of them, but they they seem to sell forty fifty dollars. Because someone wants to give it to their kids and start them collecting Hummels so that they can pass on. The, they figure if they get their kids to collect Hummels and start with one or two, then they'll make them buy the rest of them off them or something. I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's weird. So you don't know whether they're looking it up either. It's got a V. No, nah, that's a V mark. and depends if the B's inside the B, inside the V. Uh, that'll be 50s. Uh, it depends on – I have to – because it's an intricate system, I have to do the same thing. I just uh, – I haven't caught, I haven't gotten up to memory. I know there are different marks, so I can look it up, and that's what I always do when I get them. The older ones go for a bit more, but even the even the older some of the figures that they kept on making it had to be a little bit rare. Something that's yeah. discontinued. Always, what you want to see, and if you're going to collect something, something that's discontinued. You know, it's almost like autographs. If the guy's not dead yet; they're still making them. So uh, autographs. What they're still making them. They still, the person's still alive. He can still make more autographs. Is my point. Oh, they, when they're sense. past, they can't make any more autographs, and all of a sudden, the price of their autograph goes up in value. So when you discontinue a Hummel figure or you discontinue making some kind of figure, it usually goes up in price a bit. Okay. okay. See, so you learned something no, today. I learned something that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I can't give you that price right over right now. But yeah, if you send me a no picture, problem. if in my store I have all my books in my store, you call me at the store at nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. I can get you the year for it. Okay. Okay, great. I want to come by with some uh, silver dollars anyway. So. No, come on by and uh, hopefully you have a forty eight in there. But any any uh, silver coins are, are always good. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Um, speaking of precious metals. Oh, yeah. Gold this week. It's gone down a tiny bit. Uh, gold price for 10 carat. I want people to copy this down in case you're planning on selling it this week. Uh, you should be getting $19.56 for your 10 carat gold per gram. Your 14 carat gold should be $27.41 per gram. And your 18 carat gold should be $35 per gram. Silver dollars right now we're paying ten seventeen, and sterling silver is 50, just under fifty two cents per gram, and silver plates between a dollar and dollar fifty and three dollars per pound. So don't silver plate we buy all the time. People have that 
you know, it's like I say, you got it as a wedding present, 1960. You take it out of the closet when that person who gave you the present comes over. You put it back in the closet and you clean it once every four years. Well, there you go. There's your um, information here, 101 for your wedding presents. Sorry, no, that's your silver plate. Okay, uh, let's go to Bob in Mississauga. Hi, Hi, Bob. How can we help you, Bob? Well, I'm 72, and I used to play with this toy when I was eight until my grandmother took it off me. Okay, <laughs> it's a Lincoln Tunnel, and it's made by Unique Art Manufacturing Company Incorporated. Yeah. 200 Waverly Avenue, New York. Showroom 205th Avenue, New York. 10 New York. It's, it's in good shape. The, and it still runs. Yeah. Any of those metal toys? Are, I'm trying to think the Lincoln Tunnel. Who made it? Who made, was made by Unique or Marks? Yes, Unique. Unique. Okay. I'm trying to think of this one. You don't see a lot. Some of those Unique don't. Unique Market Manufacturing Company Incorporated. It's registered made in USA. Lincoln Tunnel. I'm weird. Kind of confused about this toy. They well, when you were a kid, you weren't confused. Now that you're older, you don't can't remember how to use it, right? Oh, I know how to use it. I got it going right now. Okay, um, here. Okay, they're between uh, two and five hundred dollars. In good shape. Two dollars. Do you have the box? No, I don't know the box. I have the. It's in good paint shape. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's got, uh, running right now. It's got New Jersey on one side. Yeah, nineteen thirty-five. Well, I don't know. They they went to the World's Fair or something down there. The, the that would be in thirty-nine. I think that was in thirty-nine. Well, New Jersey has an old car and a church, and New York, going into New York has a New York City. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> these are, any of the old uh, lithograph toys and lithograph tins, I have a special place in my heart for them, especially if the tin, if, they're, if they're, the paint's still on real nice, eh? Oh, the paint's nice. The only thing missing is the policeman. Oh, yeah, when I, yeah. When I bent it off, they took it off me. Okay, yeah. Uh, really? Okay. Um, that'd be something we could sell, because they do sell. Um and I can see the better condition, and if it's running, even better. But there's a it lot of people... and if the painted color is good. It's been stored in plastic bags since I was about nine. Wow. Did you happen to have any comics and cards when you were a kid and kept them? No, they all got dumped. <laughs> oh, okay. When I moved out. My, I, had all the, I had all the Maple Leaf cards from 1960, 1958. Those are okay. No, they're gone. They oh, okay, because I was going to say... You don't keep things like that. 1957 Mahavlich card is worth around uh, $1,500. That's his first year. Henri Richard's one, we just sold one for $2,000 from 1957. Oh, got the uh, Wayne Gretzky uh, Jr. year card. That's my son's. No, nah, yeah, no, that's just, that's the newer stuff. I'm on, it's, there's a difference nah. when you were a kid and when your son was a kid. Yeah. But nah, this toy's a great toy, eh? It is a great toy. I've just put it away and I've, it's the hidden back in the bag. And I've got the old Atari set to get rid of, too. Ah, uh, the Atari sets and the uh, Nintendos, um, those you have to bounce off. Of. Some of those have stupid amounts of money attached to them. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of programs for it. There's five games. There's a there's a financial program. There's a whole bunch of crap. I've got an IBM, too, 1982. Yeah, the early computers are worth selling. People oh, toss them for well. scrap, but if you've got an old, uh, what's it, uh, Commodore 64? Um, no, I, have the, I have the Atari and I have the IBM, which still works. It's got 8 megahertz speed. Okay, and we can sell those. I know it's worth quite a bit in gold. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we can sell those for sure. Uh, yeah. Drop by my store. We're at ten thousand three forty one. How do you not know your own address? Ten thousand three forty one Young Street. You'll get old someday. You, too. Unit number two. Okay. We're in Richmond Hill on Young, and just north of uh, Major Mackenzie. Come and see me. I'd love to see the toy. Even if you don't sell it to me, take a picture well, of it. I would sell it. I mean, my my grandkids would just wreck this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well you uh, were eight and you didn't wreck it. How's that? No. Oh, I, did. I, I broke the policeman off, and then they hit it on top of the china cabinet. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, bring it in. You know. Uh, Thank you for the memories. <laughs> this is That's great his stories. memory. His memories, not yours. I know, but the stories behind the people's stuff is always important. Never discount that. Oh, no, I don't. Okay, That's go ahead. Uh, okay, we're going to go to uh, Lorraine in Cambridge. Hi. Hi, Lorraine. Hi. Um, I have some American silver dollars yep. and talking about stories. <laughs> yep. I worked out in Montana as a nurse um, in 1962, and at that time, we were where we were using the silver dollars you had like tons of them in your purse as change yeah. how you what money you, that you had. Anyway, one is from 1880 uh, and uh, one is from 19 19- 22 and I, uh, some, some 1921. 22 and 21 are not. They're just a silver, but they're yeah. around $14 in silver. You get paid around 13 on them. Yep. 90% silver. 1880, it's going to depend if it's Carson's. It depends on who the mint is. So the that mint? we have to look up a year. Underneath the eagle on the far side, you'll either see uh, an O, a CC, C, um, D, um, there'll be a, the mint mark there. It'll be different letters somewhere. Different yeah. letters for where it was minted. Yeah, no, if you, in 1950s, if you went into a bank in Montana or wherever you were and asked for a hundred silver dollars, you just trade them in. You, in fact, your, your paper money, some of it said silver certificate on it. And you were just, you would bring it in and you got silver for it. But in 1960, silver was only worth about a dollar an ounce, I think. Good so old, it's the good of, old days. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of cool, though? Nice story. But you just, people used to use, if you went to Las Vegas, they had silver dollars in the machines. Huh? Well, yeah. yeah. But, okay, thanks. Thank you very much for the call. That's cool. Go to the bank, get some silver dollars. Yeah, they'd have them in the vaults. Wait, I wish we could still do that. Go in for a dollar, get one silver dollar for a dollar? That doesn't work anymore. Uh, let's go to Ruth in Oakville. Hey, Ruth. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Santa um, Thank you. I've got uh, the program and my ticket stub from seeing Richard Burton. I think it was the very last time he played Camelot here in 19, June 25th, 1980. Yep. And I got the ticket stub and the program in pristine condition. And I've got my original catch uh, at the Elgin and the ticket stubs from that. You didn't play the um, O'Keefe, you played the Elgin? Pardon me? You played the Elgin? I thought you played the Elgin. No, the- no, sorry. That was O'Keefe. Uh, Richard Burton. And then I have the Cats program. Okay, yeah. Um, that's from the Elgin. And then we have three World Series books. Well, I guess Sky Dome um, Blue Jay books from uh, 89, 92, and 93. Do you have the ticket stubs? Uh, no, I don't think so for those. Ah, I've looked right. through the books and I don't see them. Some people staple them to them. Ticket stubs from the 92 and 93 World Series go between $50 and $150 each. If you have the full tickets, it's even better. Um, And uh, 89, the opening day at the Sky Dome, that sells for around $40. Um, But the World Series one, especially if you have the away tickets, what we want, on um, your, unfortunately, Richard Burton would probably sell for about 5 bucks. Oh, is that right? Yeah, just there's not as many people collecting them. Now, the big programs that people collect from the uh, um, the O'Keefe is back then would be the um, um, Jimi Hendrix played there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin played there. Mm-hmm. Jefferson Airplane played there. Um, those programs would be probably between $500 and $1,500 each. Wow. <laughs> I, you very seldom see it. A ticket stub. And a program for the Jimi Hendrix, I'll bet you could get a couple thousand for it. 
Wow. You know, because there's enough people collecting it out there. Um, so Les Mis would be the same, right, from the Royal Alec? And the yeah, not as that. much. Not, yeah, they played for but, longer. See, the difference is a play plays for, I don't know, six months, two years, mm-hmm. 40. Now, they come in for one show or two shows. Right. You know, even when the Beatles came in, they played, for, they played two shows. They played an afternoon show and an evening show. Mm-hmm. Um, Beatles tickets sell for... Because uh, they played here around two hundred between one hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty dollars. Wow! For the ticket stubs, so plays people are trying to capture the music and and a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jimi Hendrix is just an iconic ticket. Even the, and the, and the movie posters from that time period, like you remember when Janis Joplin went across the country on a train, those posters mm-hmm. sell for five, six, seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But you had to be you had to rip them off the pole, eh? How them. about things like uh, like spoon collections? My mom had a spoon collection from all over the world, and some of them are silver and pewter and things like that. And then a cat collection, little little tiny from little tiny, almost symbol sized cats to larger ones. Like, are they yeah. worth anything? Or are they um, the sterling spoons? Too? Sterling we melt, um, and the other spoons they sell for about fifty of them sell for about fifteen to twenty dollars per group of okay. fifty. Uh, okay. That we put in if there's no sterling in there, and they sell on an ongoing basis. We sell like this week we're going to be selling about 500 so souvenir spoons from one collection. People who have them have large collections of them. Yes, and yeah, some people still want them. Yeah, but and she had the racks too, like the three big wooden spoon racks as well. Of course, so I have those as well. But they add about five dollars really. to the price because some people like those the racks that go with them. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, but we just got a large collection, but we. Every week we get 200 souvenir spoons into our store because okay. people bring them in. They think some of them are silver. We help people out. Like, I can't overemphasize that people have silver plate, and sometimes they give it to the junk man or they, uh, they give it to the garbage man. And I say, we'll pay you for the silver plate. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the cutlery. We do not care what it looks like because we're crushing it. Um, uh, your, your cutlery, your old tea trays, your uh, teapots. Uh, cream sugar, you know, souvenir spoons, stuff you're not using anymore, and stuff you just don't want to clean anymore. That's, right. That's okay. the biggest thing. And, oh, you know. Uh, yeah, I have a silver collection, too. My mom's um, uh, silver, and uh, so that's another thing. So we'll have to m- maybe make a time and come and either see you. We live in Oakville, but we could come to Richmond yeah. Hill or uh, pick a time when you'll be there. And I'm down in Oakville about once, once every seven days. I oh, go really? down. Yeah, I go down to Trafalgar and uh, QEW on an mm-hmm. ongoing basis. I have a couple of big clients down there, and um, uh, they're 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 people who buy from me because mm-hmm. some like I can't just keep on buying without selling the stuff, eh? Of course, <laughs> you know. So that's how you know. Like I say, we've got a huge buyer coming in for memorabilia, comics, and. Uh, in sports memorabilia, like sweaters. I mean, if you tell this guy that something's a hundred, if I get a hundred thousand dollar item for him, he's happy. You know, wow. same thing with autographs. Um, we have some buyers that have deep pockets. They're, these are the people who are buying at the auctions, so uh-huh. I know that we can sell to them. And sometimes you get higher money from selling them direct, and you don't have all the auction fees because some of these auction houses, by the time you take off the HST, their premium, the money they take, you end up with fifty cents on the dollar. Or thirty mm-hmm. cents on the dollar by the time the auction. You know, I had one place they charged a the guy nine hundred dollars to take a photo of his item. Wow! What? You know, <laughs> it only sold. It only sold for fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, he was wow. not happy. You know, and well, I, I said, "Well, imagine. you picked the wrong auction house, buddy." So, 
But okay. yeah, no, well, we can help you when you want to do this. Okay, well, we got to wrap up the show. Uh, th- thanks for again? the call. Yes, again. You know, it happens every Sunday. We run out of time. What oh, did you want to say? What was your final thoughts? No, that we we've got we're down in the Niagara area this week. If you're while the snow's on the ground, if you're thinking about selling your house and you have to downsize in the summer, talk to us now. We have some crews. Yeah, that we give can, give us enough time to get things ready, rolling, yeah. and let's make some arrangements. Yes. If you have any questions, any questions whatsoever, especially one of these uh, show, one of these places in the hotels, please call me, 905-737-4653. And thank you for letting us into your home today. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for tuning in.